Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. 630 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D I G I T E X dot C A on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad. This is the second hour of Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer joining you from New York City. It's 105 in Edmonton. Oilers Now is brought to you for the sixth consecutive year by our title sponsor, Digitex. Like many of you, Hugh Porter is an Oilers fan. And with Digitex, don't spend your valuable time meeting with door-to-door sales reps. Digitex is your all-in-one convenient location at digitex.ca. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office technology and software. Our River Cree Resort and Casino hotline is 780-496-0063. Our 630-630 Oilers Now text line. And you'll soon have somebody associated with that text line, may I add. Uh, I will get to several texts coming up, some of whom are complimenting Brian Lawton, and at least one of you's taking issues with me. So we'll make sure we read that. Uh, we're going to go listener call, m- mostly text in the next segment, because we got to get to NHL today for elite promotional marketing. Building tailored branded programs for your team or business where your order is done on time, every time, at Elite Promotional Marketing. Back at the 630 Chet Studios in Edmonton, here's Brendan Escott. Thanks, Bob. Well, there's three games across the NHL tonight. Montreal visits Buffalo. Keith Kincaid expected to start in goal for the Habs tonight. Elsewhere, New Jersey in Philadelphia, and the LA Kings finish uh, back-to-back down in Vancouver. The Canucks unveiling the 13th captain in team history at that game. Patrick Marlowe signed a one-year $700,000 deal with the San Jose Sharks yesterday, and GM Doug Wilson says the team remains committed to developing its young players, but some injuries and a slow start sort of forced the issue there. Montreal placed former first-rounder Michael McCarron on waivers this morning, the hulking 24-year-old forward yet to appear in an NHL game this season. The Edmonton Oil Kings knocked off the Regina Pats 5-3 last night, getting goals from five different scorers. Quick turnaround now, they finish up this Eastern road trip against the Moose Jaw Warriors tonight and the U of A Golden Bears uh, resume regular season action this weekend at home against the Saskatchewan Huskies Friday and Saturday night both at the Claire, Claire Drake excuse me and both 7 p.m. puck drops Bob. 
Yeah, Bear is currently ranked number one in the country. They've got a new ranking system. Uh, Alberta coming off a split down against NCAA teams, including uh, beating number one ranked Minnesota Duluth 5-3. to three. We added a new advertiser on the show here last week, Brent Ridge Ford in Wetasquin. You can be a part of their small-town atmosphere and let them prove why cars cost less in Wetasquin. Brent Ridge is an eight-time President's Diamond Award winner for customer satisfaction. Give them a call at one 877 3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. Go down there and you can see Rich and Milt and Johnny and the gang at Brent Ridge. They'll take care of you. It's not a high sort of in-your-face uh, sales push, and they don't get you into financing and hammer you on that end. These guys know what they're doing. And again, let them prove why cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. We're going to have to do an event out in Wetaskiwin. I got, uh, I know we've had Michael Lake on the show. That's his riding the MP. Uh, got an old friend, Miles Simulik, who uh, was in uh, predated me by a year or two in university, but has known him for 30-plus years. Uh, we're going to have to do something out there. Looking forward to that. All right. Uh, you can text us at 630-630, and that's where we're going to go next. Um, this one comes to us from Pat. He says, Bob, the Oilers are the only team in the NHL without an American-born player on their active roster. What do you say to that? Is that correct? They currently do not have an American on Well, we got an American play-by-play guy. Um, I think, you know, like every other sort of ethnicity for players right now. There's some guys that are terrific team players and some guys that can be a little bit more selfish. Um, Joe Pavelski, I mean, I'd go to battle with Joe Pavelski any day of the week, which is part of the reason why I think that San Jose is off to a bit of a slow start. I mean, Joe Pavelski is an awesome American player. There's some tremendous American puck-moving defensemen. And by the way, I don't even know if this is out there, but Brendan, do you know who made it into Pittsburgh Penguins lineup last night? I'm not sure. John? Yeah, John Marino, American-born defenseman. And uh, it just, you know, it's funny. For all the criticism, and much of it has been warranted, absolutely. You don't miss the playoffs 12 out of the last 13 years without some missteps along the way. And a lot of people have criticized the Oilers' scouting record. But just taking a look at John Marino, uh, for those of you that do not remember, the Edmonton Oilers took him in the sixth round of the 2015 NHL draft. And I bring that up because if you go back to that draft class for Edmonton, obviously they got Connor McDavid number one. That's a slam dunk pick. They traded the 16 and 33rd picks in a deal for Griffin Reinhardt. That is one of the worst trades in Oilers history. Uh, they gave up another second rounder as a part of a pick for Cam Talbot to the New York Rangers. I can live with that. Talbot was, uh, you know, the number one goalie for the team for basically the better part of three plus years. Um, I believe they had to give up one of the picks the one year in the second or third round and the other pick in the other year uh, to sign Peter Shirelli and Todd McClellan. But take a look at rounds four, five, and six. Okay? Just going to throw this out there. Caleb Jones. Fourth round pick, 117th. Ethan Bear, who I thought played great last night. Fifth round pick, 124th. John Marino, sixth round pick, wasn't going to sign as it turned out in Edmonton. The Oilers got another pick for him. That's decent picking there. 
in rounds four, five, and six. Most We have a lot of really smart listeners to this show. They can run the numbers all you want, but uh, for the Oilers to have you know picks in rounds four or five, it doesn't discount the uh, lopsided nature of the Reinhardt trade. That's a terrible trade. Um, and I initially thought it was just going to be the, the 16th overall pick, but the fact is the Oilers took three swings in rounds four, five, and six. I know that Scott Housen went to bat for the Ethan Bear selection, and you know, Jones, Barron, Marino. Marino's got a chance to be a full-time defenseman for Pittsburgh. Caleb Jones on the weekend, and we'll get uh, Jay Woodcroft to provide us more information. He played a lot of minutes because the Oilers didn't have William Lagason down on the minors at that time. And Ethan Bear is Ethan Bear. So just thought I'd throw that your way. But anyways, bottom line here, there's a lot of great American, uh, uh, a lot of great American guys out there. A lot of great American players. There we go. Uh, v says, Bob, first time in a while that the Oilers play on their toes. Ethan Bear plays and looks like he belongs in their top four. I'd re- I totally agree. Like he, Ethan Bear can make plays. And he, the New York Islanders, and I tweeted it after the game regarding Joel Person and uh, Ethan Bear. Uh, you know, those guys I thought had a strong game. That was a tough four check for them to uh, deal with. And they did, I thought they did a good job. Uh, this text comes in uh, out of Calgary. Hey, Bob, I love what's happening with the real steal of a deal, James Neal. I'm a little bit concerned that Nuge has zero points so far, even with all the scoring. What do you think is going on there? Is it just a luck thing or a product of something? I think on the power play, you know, it's, it's being run through Connor McDavid on the right side, half side, and Nugent Hopkins is on the left side. He's on the left side, half boards. And so Neil is sort of the net front presence and then goes low to the right on that, on that power play look. Uh, so I think that's part of it as Nugent Hopkins, who's a very good power play player. Like last night on the, on the Neil Hattrick goal, the, every Oiler player touched the puck on the power play. And it just worked. So I, I think it's a little bit of luck here. Uh, this text comes in from Brad. Bob, considering the Edmonton Oilers were considering picking up Erickson Eck at 16, the Reinhardt trade was a wash. It saved them losing Jujar Kaver in expansion. And to me, he's about the same as Erickson Eck from Brad. Uh, okay. Um, uh, you know, they were take. I mean, Joel Erickson Eck was their guy. The other guy they mentioned a lot was Fetchnikov. So... You know, somebody missed on how good Brock Besser was going to be, or Shabbat, in that draft year, for what it's worth. Again, you can text us at 630-630. Another text coming in. Bob, are there any bonus incentives that are known for the Oilers forwards for attaining goals or points? No, because they don't have any forwards that are 35-plus. Bonuses only affect players 35-plus. Mike Smith has a bonus structure put in. Um Mike Smith has a bonus structure put in for uh, the amount of appearances this year. Jim says, Bob, shame on the Minnesota Wild for not hiring Brian Lawton. Okay. John says, out of cameras, really enjoying Brian Lawton's segments on the show. So well-spoken. This text out of Edmonton. You know what's funny, Brendan? We're still getting some hostility out there. You know what I'm saying? Um, still getting some hostility out there. There's some folks that are still, I don't know, maybe, maybe they're Calgary Flames fans. Maybe they just, geez, they're 3-0. and I got nothing to complain about. Hey, Bob, 
why don't you answer your own questions? I have never heard an interviewer ask questions that are more leading than you. It would be nice to hear your guest's opinion without interjecting yours in every question. Well, thank you. I'll take that as constructive criticism to the show. Again, you can text us at 630-630. BH has texted the show to say, Bob, I don't believe players get taught how to play their positions with all the super selects, academy, AAA, junior and minors experience. What the new generation of players have neglected is the skill and the ability to play in a position or role that best helps the team win games. Big difference from BH. Interesting perspective. My response to that would be, you know, guys that are fourth-liners often at the NHL level were the best players on their team growing up. So it's, I, I just think it's a case of the cream rising to the top. Another text comes in out of Grand Prairie, terrific community. I'm of the opinion that if you focus on the roster that scores goals, uh, it puts other teams in a defending mode versus scoring mode. Hence... Uh, Neil Oiler's scoring goals translates to winning games. Of course you need to defend, but the focus on that versus trying to get more goals is silly. It's like saying the old Oilers were not the best team in history. They did not defend well, but they were always ready to score, and the other teams had to play defense. We actually had analytics types suggest that the 80s Oilers weren't that good because they were willing to trade uh, to trade opportunities. The Don has texted the show, and and the analytics types would, by the way, just defer to that statement. For clarity's purposes, the analytics type would say that the Oilers are, I don't know, some of those years, 51, 50, you know, not even 51% Corsi teams. The fact that they had players with significantly higher shooting percentages because they had more skill and ability to play the... The other thing that happened back then was score effects. The Oilers would get way up in games, and then the other teams would try to work their way back. We saw that a bit last night. The Islanders had a good push in the third period, but the game was over by that point. The Don said, Bob, I love the big win last night. Really liked uh, James Neal's ability to get there. Our D struggled, 51 giveaways and turnovers, and Koskinen was awful. I don't think he was awful. I don't think he was stellar. Uh, for what it's worth. Out of Provost, Alberta, how come we gave up a pick when we signed Todd McClellan but never got anything when L.A. signed up? Well, the rule changed. So what used to happen is there used to have to be compensation for uh, signing managers and coaches that were still in existing deals, even if they'd been fired, as was the you know in the case with uh, Peter Shirelli. He was fired in Boston, but the orders had to pay a compensation with picks uh, to get him. Uh, in Tom McClellan's case, he wasn't fired. There was a gentleman's agreement that he would leave the San Jose Sharks. The Sharks were not naive at all. They knew that Buffalo and Edmonton were trying to get him at that time. Um, so back in 2015, the rule was there was compita- uh, compensation. That ceased to be the, uh, ceased to occur, I believe, after the 15-16 season, which is why there was no compensation from L.A. for signing Tom McClellan, who still had uh, this upcoming season left in his Oilers deal. Again, you can text us at 630-630. This text comes in out of Calgary. Bob Joel Person intrigues me. No panic in this game for his second NHL game. That's where he's an older, more mature guy. You heard Brian Lawton reference... You know, the older Europeans and the Oilers have added three of them. They've added Nygaard, who I think has got the highest ceiling of the three because of his, you know, he's he's going to give them chances because he can beat guys wide with his speed. Uh, Gaetan Haas, 
who frankly, based on what I saw early in preseason, to me has surprised me a bit. Okay? And uh, and then Person. Well, I like the fact that the Oilers have got a different right shot dimension with Person and Ethan Bear. I think Bear's got a, uh, you know, he's fully committed. And right now, to me, he's looking like a top four NHL. Like he's, we're early, but he's looking pretty good. Paul, the chemical guy, says Ethan Bear reminds me of Brian Rafalski. Wow. Um. Well, Brian, Brian Rafalski was a heck of a defenseman, but same age, Ethan Bear is ahead of Brian Rafalski. Because Rafalski went, was a college guy that went over to Finland, I believe, and, and came back. If Ethan Bear can be two-thirds of what Brian Rafalski is, the Edmonton Oilers have themselves a hell of a defenseman. Brew Crew. Boy, you're making me think. Robert, a bit formal perhaps, how would the NHL work if Liz May was our prime minister? Your rundown also notes the importance of all picks from Brew Crew. Uh, I haven't really, I don't think it's going to happen that Liz May ends up becoming prime minister. What do I call that when the parties merge together to uh, have enough? What do I call that, Brendan? They got that going on in BC, right? Where basically one of the left parties has got undue amount of input into Paul. What, what do I call it? I forget that. Yeah, I'm not sure of the term, but it's just so they don't split the vote on the other side, right? Yeah, so uh, somebody will help us when, you know, parties sit there and so, you know, the Liberals will work with the NDP and they'll form a certain type of government. A coalition, is that what it's called? A coalition government? I know that David Staples, who joins us every second Wednesday on Oilers now, was writing a bit about that last night. Uh, again, you can text us at 630-630. Haas57 says, Bob, if the Oilers get just average goaltending, they will make the playoffs. You know what, Brandon? I don't know about you, but people were not saying that a week ago. Now they're saying that they are. So we'll see. Again, you can text us at 630. Yes, coalition government. Thank you very much. Uh, Bob, they should play a three-versus-three three tournament for the prime minister. <laughs> What are your thoughts on Marcus Granlin so far? Uh, He's been quiet, and the Oilers have options. We'll discuss some of that when we come back. On Oilers Now, uh, we'll also... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. We'll get our injury report because it's important. The Pittsburgh Penguins are really banged up. We'll get that for James H. Brown. This is Oilers Now. Hi, I'm Darnell Nurse from the Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Some guests and Oilers now receive gift certificates to Japanese Village Steak and Seafood cooked right at your table. Visit their Edmonton South Downtown Northside and Sherwood Park locations. When I think of the greatest athletes in the history of the University of Alberta, I got a couple for you. Terry Daniluk, who uh, was recruited to play five different sports out of high school, uh, played for Canada on the National Volleyball Program for a number of years. Trent Brown. 
uh, cornerback, wide receiver, kickoff returner for the Golden Bears for the uh, late Jim Donlevy back in the late 1980s. And, of course, had a great career at the Edmonton Eskimos, won a great cup, CFL all-star safety. And Trent, of course, uh, hits things up with the folks over at James H. Brown. That's where we're going to go next. The Oilers Injury Report brought to you by James H. Brown and Associates. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Here's Brendan Escott. All right, Bob. Well, we'll start in Pittsburgh because this is just an unbelievable list. A couple guys that are probable for this upcoming game, Sidney Crosby, Alex Galchenyuk, both nursing lower body injuries, Nick Bukestad and Evgeny Malkin, of course, out long-term. They're both on the IR. And then Patrick Hornquist exited a game uh, I guess that would have been last night or the night before. Unclear whether he's going to suit up on Thursday. In Boston, goaltender Tuka Rask and defenseman Matt Grizzlick both questionable for tomorrow's game. They've got lower body injuries. Joe Kim Nordstrom recovering from a broken foot. His return questionable as well. In Vegas, Cody Eakin on the IR with an upper body injury. And in Winnipeg, well, they might get a little bit of luck here as uh, defenseman Dmitry Kulikov is going to come off IR. He was dealing with a personal matter, missed the last game, but they do expect him back for tomorrow's game against Minnesota. Josh Morrissey's status still up in the air as he nurses an injury he picked up a couple of games ago. Here at home, Josh Archibald, Alex Chason, both sidelined with flu-like symptoms, Bob. All right, and uh, theoretically, if the Oilers were to activate Archibald, who got moved to IR yesterday, uh, what they could do is put a guy like Colby Cave on um, on waivers, but there's a non-playing waivers option that they could deploy at, say, 2 o'clock tomorrow for the game tomorrow night against New Jersey, and then Cave would have to officially go on waivers on Friday morning at 10 o'clock and then immediately have to report to Bakersfield on Saturday if he was to clear. You can be put on regular waivers at any time and still stay at the club. That's what occurred with Brandon Manning. It is 128 in uh, Edmonton. Uh, Jay Woodcroft coming up. He's got a great handle of things down in Bakersfield. Tremendous year last year. 1-0-1 weekend. Um, they lost the game in overtime where they outshot the team by 20-plus shots. And the guy that was in goal, Cal Peterson, was the HL Player of the Week. So Jay Woodcroft coming up after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.